Welcome to Texans Talk. I'm Josh McSwain here with my co-host AJ Torres. Today we're going to talk about the undrafted free agents that the Texans have signed since last month's draft. So there are some some that make sense and others that don't quite make as much sense. Break it down for us, AJ. So as far as I'm concerned with the undrafted free agents, so I don't know exactly how many they're allowed per se, but they drafted four guys. Well, rather they signed four undrafted free agents. We got a wide receiver from Missouri. We have a wide receiver from Central Florida. And we have a center and offensive tackle from Texas A&M. So do you see anything wrong with this, Tex? Okay, well, to elaborate a little bit more on that. So you mentioned couple of receivers one from Missouri was Damon Hazelton Ryan McCollum center from Texas A&M Marlon Williams from Central Florida and Carson Green from Texas A&M I guess it makes sense that you bring in two A&M guys because they're right there they're close recognizable names so it's like, why not? Now, with Damon Hazelton, even I, as a Tiger alumni, I watch as many of the games as I can, and he's not a name that even sticks out for me. So, Damon Hazelton, like you said, receiver is a crowded position. So... Unless he's going to play special teams, I don't know if I really give him or Williams a great shot at making the team. But, you know, we'll see. There's always guys that come around and surprise us. We've talked a lot about interior offensive linemen. And, well, I mean, we got the center with McCollum. Honestly, you know, I think they brought in Justin Britt from the Seahawks, who's been injured a lot. So I'm thinking it could be a battle at center to see who gets the starting job, and maybe McCollum could make his mark there. Carson Green, probably not going to compete for a starting job with Tunzel and Marcus Cannon and Charlie Heck all there at tackles. So Green just looks like a depth guy. I think you're going to need somebody at guard. We know who our tackles are. Yes. My only thought is the interior. Now, was I definitely disappointed when they took a tight end instead of, uh, you know, I mean, if you look at the positions that were taken when Jalen Mayfield was on the board, you know, I was uh, very annoyed. And then when we got two wide receivers here, again, We do have a special teams guy that came in here in free agency. So he signed that that part seems to be taken care of. Could it be a flex? I guess. But we have so many wide receivers on the Texans roster. Don't put them on benches. Put them on couches. They're going to be there for a while. A long while. 
Mm-hmm. And the one thing that now listen, do I understand that you got a center to compete with and you got an offensive tackle to compete with the interior lines? Yes, I get it, and I like the depth there. But this team, if you look at the roster, tell me this team does not lack pass rush. They certainly do. Now, it's just going to depend some measure on whether Lovey Smith is going to transition them to a 4-3, which I think is inevitable personally. Got Charles and Menahue, free agent acquisition Shaq Lawson, Whitney Merciless, who's getting old. Got Jacob Martin. Just a, a lot of guys around. Martin's really the only guy that really sticks out to me. I still think he's got the potential, just not the size to be an every-down player. I really don't like the look of this defensive line in a 3-4 look. If you're going to have Blacklock playing at nose tackle, potentially, and then Malik Collins playing end. Collins is a solid player, but he's a 4-3 technique. Saw him in Dallas, and then last year he was in Vegas. He's not bad at it. He's serviceable. But, yeah, just making a guy like that a 3-4 end, it doesn't always work. I'm definitely concerned about that. So, on the defense, uh, let's take away the defensive uh, backs because I think the defensive backs are going to be – I think it's going to be good this year. But if we go by the front seven, right? So I know who Zach Cunningham is. I know who Shaq Lawson is. Right. But then it's just kind of like, okay, what are we going to get from Merciless, uh, who's right now age 30? I wouldn't expect much. Okay. I always butcher this name. Uh, Omeninu? Charles Omeninu. I mean, he's... What do you expect from him? Well, he's still a young guy. He's 23 years old, 280 pounds. Really not bad. I certainly think he'll keep his starting position and he'll justify it. So the last round pick of the draft, uh, Roy Lopez, I got him here labeled as a 6'2", do I think that's a good playing shape? I think it really goes uh, person to person. I'm not sure For if sure. that's good weight or I'm not sure if he's going to need to shed just maybe like 20 pounds. You Everybody's talk about got that like physique. it's so easy. Oh, trust me. I, I, I don't. I don't. But I, but I will say this. I'm 180 pounds. Me losing 20 pounds is impossible. When you're 318 losing 20 pounds? I know it's definitely easier. That's fair. And like you've said, body composition makes a difference. If he's well built and just, he can get it all in muscle mass. Maybe he wouldn't have as much to lose, but yeah. I just don't know if they say, Hey man, 20 pounds, you can be more explosive. I think you're going to have to go with a trainer and you're going to have to go that way with a rookie that was, doesn't have a lot of tape on him. It was from Arizona late draft pick. There's definitely not going to be much on him, and I think it's going to go by evaluation of uh, the coaching, the scouts, and just what system they're going to put in place. 
So, but really going back to it, we have a lot of question marks and uh, some people think Ross Blacklock as if he's going to be nose tackle, he wasn't a great wingman to JJ Watt. He's got hell nose tackle. Yeah. I'm That's definitely not, not convinced. I, I will give Lo- I'll give Roy Lopez a shot. I'll give Jordan Jenkins a shot. I'll give Jonathan Grenner the shot. Okay. Give me anybody outside the second round bust of Ross Blacklock at nose tackle. Four, three, three, four. I don't care. Do not put this man at nose tackle. He's going to die there. At least give the man some confidence. Don't throw him to the wolf. He's not done yet. You can't treat him like he's just some scrub. Well, he's also 290 pounds. That also is not ideal size to play head up over a center. He's not really a two-gap player. Of course, a lot of people question if he's even a one-gap player at this point, but you've got to... PFF doesn't lie in that regard. Right. I mean, he was a relatively high pick. I think it was just... A situation last year where he was not necessarily set up to succeed. Granted, he could have done better, I feel like. But hopefully, Lovey can get all this straightened out and we can finally find something that can at least gel a little bit. It's going to take time to develop these guys, but you know, you've got young guys with a Minihue, Blacklock, there's potential there. And then we just got to fill in the gaps with some other more experienced guys. And I think, you know, there could be some decent potential here. I I agree. But right, right now on paper, I guess we just don't have faith. But it's very clear. Interior linemen, we don't know about the tackles uh, I got faith in. But it's just, I mean, a lot of guys will tell you it starts with pass rush on the defense. And right now, uh, JJ jumping ship aside, we just don't know how who's gonna step up. We do not. Ideally, I think there could be a chance that uh, Shaq and Blacklock could be a dynamic duo, but I think they're missing a, I guess, a third piece, whoever that's gonna be. I don't know. But it'll be interesting going forward. We shall see. Yeah, the thing about Lawson is that he has 20 sacks in five years. So that's about four sacks a year, and you really want him as your main pass rusher? Mm, not feeling that one. I think I'm he's a solid that player, don't get me but... wrong, but I don't see him breaking out per se. Was there a chance uh, to say that he didn't have a lot of support on the R teams he's been on? Well, he was in Buffalo for the first four years he was there, so he would have been alongside Jerry Hughes, and he's had some really good years. Last year he was with the Dolphins, who were pretty good defensively. I think they need a little bit more uh, pass rush up front, but then maybe that's just me. But let's also Jackson's not forget. Due. But to uh, to Shaq's defense, 
every time you go up an offensive line when you're playing the uh, the Patriots twice a year, there's a good chance you're not getting through that offensive line. Uh, history has said for the last 20 years, not many people do. That is correct. So do I think that he's going to fit the system? I think he's going to have to. But I think uh, the organization as a whole, I think that it's definitely a work in progress. I just don't think it's great. My only main concern is that, again, defensive backs, I got faith in. The rush defense last year was top three worst in the league. And that includes the Dallas Cowboys as well. Mm -hmm. If a guy runs up the middle or if a guy runs off tackle, can they tackle the ball carrier? Because if their daddy or their pappy, known as King Henry, runs up there, guess what? You might as well lay down. If they can't tackle, it's going to be a brutal game. You might as well not even watch. I'd rather watch traffic cones try to move. Well, that is a very blunt way of putting it. You, 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 got the, you had a bad, historically bad defense, and that's with J.J. Watt on there. Your it's rush true. defense was terrible. Was and JJ is definitely not scrub, and he played all year. He played True. all year, and you had a historically bad rush defense. You were he jumped ship, you bring in Shaq, and now you're saying, Okay, how's this rush defense gonna hold up? Are they gonna be able to execute a tackle? Because if the answer is still no, it is gonna be a long year. Yeah, the thing about it is tackling in the NFL has been declining for years because defenders are constantly going low, which contradicts what they've been told ever since they were kids learning how to tackle in peewee. They're so afraid of hitting another guy in the head, they're just starting to go low. As such, a bunch of guys are getting injured knees and other lower bodies, and running backs like Derrick Henry just bounce off of them. Yeah. But There's I don't want to go full boomer and get on a soapbox about that. <laughs> but either way, you're you're absolutely right. But there's still a lot of teams that could execute a tackle better than this team has in prior years. That's for sure. Regardless of how you get the job done, it comes down to execution. Last year, you had 11 guys, no matter how you lined up your defense, no matter who was running the ball, they couldn't execute those tackles. It started with Edwards Alaire, who people will say had a a year that wasn't as great as uh, they predicted. And if you looked at everybody else, it wasn't hard to run on that team. 
if you pass on them, I think they're, they're going to do okay. The rush defense, it seems like they can't be able to stop a traffic cone. Well, At least on paper. I hope I'm wrong. It's going to have to. Definitely will. So any other final thoughts? Do you give Lovey uh, yes. Do you give Lovey Smith a vote of confidence, or do you think he doesn't have the tools uh, at his disposal? At his disposal, I'm sorry. Well, I think Lovey Smith is certainly going to be an improvement coming in here. You got to give him at least two, three years to turn this thing around, but I think he can do it. Oh, de- you're definitely going to have to give him some time. I'm just saying, right now, do you think he has the tools? To be an okay defense, sure. Probably not going to get a lot of sacks this coming year, but uh, yeah, definitely expect some improvement. How much? Eh, I would say overall numbers should be middle of the pack. Okay, so that's, that's actually dramatically improved if you think about it. Well, depends on how you define dramatic, but sure. Well, it's not hard to improve on garbage. Touche. And I'm I'm not being a hater. I'm just saying when you go from the top three bottom of the pack to mid tier, that's a giant that's a ginormous step. True. Maybe they would be the lower part of the middle section of the league, but yeah, there's going to be improvement made. Some guys are, I I was actually talking to a a couple of people and they said they're hoping uh, top 20. It's feasible, I'd say. I think that's uh, very doable. Uh, this is coming from uh, Clutch City uh, Entertainment, and this is also coming from uh, discussing things with uh, Big Ounce. Uh, shout out to those guys right there, fans of the show. Uh, any closing regards, Tex? Uh, just want to let everybody know uh, we are going to be taking uh, some time off. Uh, just going to be uh, enjoying things. Uh, still taking, uh, still going to be watching sports and everything else. Just going to recharge your batteries. Go from there. Uh, Josh, uh, I hope you uh, enjoy the time. Uh, me, certainly. I hope to take off a little bit of time, just a little bit, hopefully later in the month. And uh, we'll be back uh, in uh, early mid-June, everybody. So, uh, Josh, any final thoughts on today? No, I think that about sums it up. Yeah, going to be taking some vacation pretty soon. hope everybody has Safe and fun summer plans. Until next time. All right. Take it easy, y'all. All right. We'll see you next time.